Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients with your host, Joel Miner. Listening to the show, you'll learn how to avoid the unnecessary pain and avoidable costs that commonly occur in the building and renovating process. Joel will also inspire you with his knowledge, experience and ideas on how to make your home a place to suit your lifestyle for years to come. Hello and welcome back to another episode of What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients. I'm back again with Andrew Quadrio from Quadrio Building Services. We're beginning to make this thing a bit of a regular regular weekly thing because some of the conversations we have during the week with clients and whatnot as well, is, there's quite some valuable lessons I think can be learned from this sort of stuff. So I thought we would share some of, some of the things that we talk to clients about um, that pop up in conversation and, and some of the things you may not be aware of. So Andrew, welcome back. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, welcome back, everybody, and thank you for listening again. Um, yeah, so we, as Joel said, uh, we've had a lot of conversations with um, people around the traps about their renovating projects, and uh, we hear a lot of different stories and that sort of stuff, so we want to try to pass that on to everybody else so they can learn from it. And uh, we're just having an interesting conversation about this, and some of the interesting conversation was with regards to either people supplying their own gear around their renovation or new build or etc mainly renovation this seems to pop up quite often so what around supplying toilets or tapware or all that sort of stuff and they say oh, i'll get all the gear i'll supply that sort of stuff and the other one was the owner wanting to do the some part of the work themselves with themselves whether it be the painting or the plumbing or you know you might have a licensed plumber or they may be the the, the husband might be a licensed plumber so hey he can do the, all the plumbing works and stuff and I thought I'd just talk to Andrew about this and what's your sort of thoughts and what are some of the reasons behind um, what this can potentially leave the clients open to and what some of the costings that can be involved if they don't meet the builder's timeline or schedule or if things go wrong quite quickly, which it can happen if things aren't organised properly. Um, what, what are some of the things that uh, they should be aware of if doing this sort of stuff? So I think that uh, when people put forward that they want to get either a mate, they've got a mate or a cousin or a brother or something that had, that is a plumber or electrician, or they know somebody that's going to be able to get, uh, the, you know, the roof, the roof sheeting or the roof paneling cheaper than cheaper than, um, you know, than we can sort of thing. The, the, what they're trying to do, what, what the clients are trying to do is try, is try to save some money on that part. But the thing that they don't realize is, especially with like, if you're going back to um, you just saying uh, the plumber supplying stuff for his bathroom, the, the problem with bathroom fittings is that sometimes they turn up and some bits are missing out of them. Um, like a scutcheon yep. plates for taps and that sort of stuff. It happens all the time. Right. And the thing I say to people when they say, Oh, I want to supply all the bathroom fittings. I like, look, what's going to happen, but put, put, let's, let's, let's deal with uh, this scenario. What's going to happen if I've got the plumber here, and we open up the, t the, you give me the tap box, open up the tap box, you go off to work and we open up the tap box and it hasn't got a escutcheon plate and you can't fit it off. So then I'm going to ring you say, Oi, there's no escutcheon plate. You better, you better jump onto it and you're going to be, you'll be not, you're going to be struggling to find the time in your day. That's already busy because of what you're, what you're meant to be doing that day to try and find the escutcheon plate that we need. And I've got a plumber standing there charging you, the client money to stand around and wait for this plate to turn up. If it's me supplying it, that's my problem. You don't have to stress about it. And as we've, as we've talked about before, our product as builders is not just 
the bathroom or the renovation or the deck or whatever we're doing, what the actual physical building of it, it's the, it's your experience. It's the customer's experience throughout the whole process. And if you've got to be stressed, if you're there stressing about trying to get um, an escutcheon plate or something like that, or a, a roof sheet that's missing or a capping that's missing or something like that, just because you saved it and you've, because just because you wanted to save, you know, 50 bucks, 150 bucks, 200 bucks, maybe something like that. Then how much is your time worth to you? How much is that stress going to cost you? Is what you're going to ask you, is what you're going to ask yourself. And is it worth, you know? Yeah. And not to mention paying a plumber to stand around it, probably 90 bucks an hour. That's right. um, Adds up quite quickly. If you've got a half an hour or 20 minutes away from a store one way, um, it can can add up quite quickly. I thought, and I think this is important. Like people say, oh, builders' margins are on things or stuff like this happens and, and why does a builder need to put margins on top of fittings and plumbing and tapware and all this sort of stuff? And I think this is an interesting topic because I think as the builder, they're supplying all the gear. Um, so that, that 10% or 15% or whatever margin that builder's using on top of all your tapware and fittings and plumbing, that's your warranty. So when that builder leaves, if you have something missing or something's broken down or something needs fixing, you ring the builder, that gets fixed. You don't have to ring the plumber or ring who the electrician was or try and find who the painter was and do all this sort of stuff. But if you supply that gear and, you know, you might say, yes, you might save, say a $200 toilet, you might save 20 bucks on the 10% builder's margin that might be on top of that. But now what essentially happens if you've got to either, one, you've got to find somewhere to store it on site, it's got to be there. If it gets broken, it's under your responsibility to get it fixed. If something's missing, like you were just talking about, you've got to try and find the time to get it. And then let's say the toilet gets installed, everything gets finished, it's nice, it's working. Month later, the toilet's leaking. Part was missing, or for some reason, manufacturer fault. Doesn't happen very often, but it is a possibility. Now, you've got to pay for the plumber to come back and fix that because you supplied the toilet. If the builder had supplied the toilet and something was missing or something had been manufacturer's fault, the builder fixes that, no worries at all. So I think that is a really important thing for people to understand because I don't think a lot of people realise that. They think, oh, well, I'm saving my 10% builder's margin. Um, I'll just supply the toilet. I'll get it fitted and, and, you know, so be it. But you get one call out from the plumber to come back and fix that, you know, minimum call out charges, normally $150, $180, $200 upwards for, for, for a minimum call out to maybe replace a seal that was faulty or something that, you know, that hadn't gone right or a fitting that needs replacing. And the fact that you've now got to deal with the supplier that you bought the toilet off to try and get that fitting and also do that. So I know I think the 10% builder's margin on top of that is, is not a bad insurance policy to basically say, hey, you can sort that problem out. I don't want to know nothing about it. Yeah, definitely. And the other, the other thing as well is that when you're trying to ring that plumbing supplier for that part that you, that you need or the plumber needs, that you supply the toilet for, you've got to try and get it from someone you have not, like you don't know. You don't know the person in the store. They might not remember you because you bought your thing stuff six months ago. Um, and you've got no, you've got no rapport with that person. So you've got no clarity or no history with them. Whereas the, if the builder supplies it or the, or the, plum, the, the plumber supplies it for the builder, the plumber buy, or, and the builder buy from that, from that supplier all the time have history with them they usually have a contact there that that we speak to all the time so that person knows us and can pull strings for us and i will do you a favor and because we know you and that sort of stuff and you're going to buy more stuff from us in the end if like down the track 
they're going to pull they're going to be able to put those people are going to pull strings to make it happen quicker and therefore get your stuff repaired or get the missing part quicker and get back to what it was meant to be like first yeah, definitely and what what i what i tell people is let like when when they sort of bring it up and they sort of keep that they keep sort of oh no but i still think i can get it like listen if you're like, the classic was i had uh, one time i had a i had a um a guy that i knew who was a personal trainer and he was trying to get um uh, like a shed storage space um converted into a gym right so he had to go to a da through council and that sort of stuff but he was trying to do all this stuff himself as well as do all his personal training stuff and I, I sort of heard about it through the grapevine. I rang him and I said, what are you doing? Like, and he told me about it. I said, well, why are you doing it? He goes, well, well who else can do it? I said, well, why don't you get a builder to do it? I said, I'll do it. I said, people don't come to you. Don't, people don't come to me, a builder, to get fit. They, come, <laughs> they go to a personal trainer. So why would you, a personal trainer, try and do a builder's job? Get a builder to do it. If you haven't done it before, employ someone to do it. To employ your weakness is the rule, right? If you haven't, if you've not done it before, and you and you're able to, and you haven't got time to do it, employ someone to do it. That's what your builder's for. Yeah, stick to what you're good at. But I don't want to make this sound like a conversation where that, you know, don't supply any gear at all. Like, don't do that. Like, I've done jobs for clients where you know, like the bathrooms is the biggest one that come across. You know, they want to. Supply, I've got all the tap fittings and stuff already. You know. Which I'm I'm totally cool with. Like you know, if you've got the tap fittings, awesome. It means you're super excited. You're keen about getting something done. Um, and you know, I just want to make well, me and Andrew want to make you aware of just what can happen if you just do supply all the gears, and and it can be a big domino effect. Like um, I had a couple of clients I met with this afternoon, and uh, what they were talking is like, you know, can we do that? He was a plumber. Like he was a plumber. Works in town. You know, been a plumber for 15, 20 years. And he said to me, like, are you, you know, okay with me doing the plumbing on, on this part of the renovation? And um, I said, as long as you're licensed, you know, I'm, I'm totally cool with that sort of stuff. Um, but long as you know what, what's wary and what can happen if, if things aren't followed by a schedule. And I said, look, here's the schedule. Um, if, you can meet, if you could meet this time between that day and this day, um, you know, I'm, I'm totally okay with, with you doing that sort of stuff. But just so you know, if, if you don't meet that, what happens then is there's a domino effect that goes on after that. So, you know, say once the plumbers come in, the plaster is supposed to come in, the tile is supposed to come, and then the paint is going to come after that. And then once you delay that by two, three, even a week, um, days, that what that does is pushes everyone else back, delays the project, and, and with contract to- dates and times and things, the contracts are set out to be done in a reasonable amount of time, allowed for a little bit of increment of weather, so basically anything that may pop up, with a bit of rain days and stuff here and there. But generally they're to a pretty tight schedule because you know they're not, they don't want to inconvenience you while you're still living in the house, especially with renovations. Um, you guys are living in there while that's going on. Um, your insurances aren't really covered, so the builder's insurance takes over from that. And then from there, you know, that... that and once things go over time, there's liquidated damages, which is costings to either you or the builder. So basically, whoever's fault that is on the contract. So, you know, for example, owners to do his own plumbing, um, he's to take on all the damages or liquidated damages for, for not completing it by this date at X amount of dollars per day. So for every day that runs over that project or that contract date, what then happens is that charges onto you. So, you know, if you're a week behind, 
you know, liquidated damage can be anywhere from, depending on what higher items are on at the time, can be anywhere from $100 up to thousands of dollars. So um, scaffold's a massive one. So if that this scaffold gets delayed, that's where the costs come into a lot of times because scaffold is quite expensive to just sit there for weeks on end um, and not have no one use it. So I think, you know, that's an important thing to just be aware of. Like, I, I'm personally myself, I'm okay with using people that want to do some of their own bits and pieces. I prefer not to. Um, because I like using my own trades and I know how they work and, and everything goes quite smoothly. But for the main fact of that, you know, as long as you're aware of that, costings can add up quite quickly if it isn't completed on a, on a specific time, schedule or day. Yeah, and the thing you touched on just there as well is that the reason why we like to use our own trades and not, you know, your, your mate or, you know, be, the, the client is a bit different when the, when the client's a plumber in a bathroom project. It's a little bit different. Um, but say they want to bring in their own sparky or something like that or, or, or roofer or something, someone, someone like that. The problem is there's a reason why we use our trades. Like we know how, as Joel just said, we know how they work. They know how we work. They know when we expect them to be there, how they, how they're expected to behave on site and how they're expected to conduct themselves and how we expect them to work when they get there. And without if 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 the client is going to bring someone else in that you don't that we don't know we can't guarantee that well firstly that we're going to be able to work with them we don't know them from a bar so so we can't guarantee we're going to be able to work with them we're awfully we're good off we're definitely going to try our hardest to do so um we don't know how good their work's going to be and um therefore we can't guarantee the quality of experience for you as the client. And that's, as I said before, that's the biggest thing. And the quality control too. Yeah. Like, and the quality of the job itself. Yeah. That we can't, we can't control that. And the thing, um, the, another thing as well is that it can erode the relationship between client and builder. Because if the, the, if the, if the, if the client's trade comes in and does a couple of things and the builder's not very happy with it, Say, so, oh, mate, like you need to pick this up or you need to be here tomorrow to do that and that sort of stuff. And they go, oh, no, I'm just doing it as a favor for, for yeah. my mate. So, no, I won't be there. Like that, it, it starts to muddy the waters as to what, who's got, who's got the authority. It's the builder's, it's the builder's site, essentially. They have responsibility, their insurance is covered, or their, their house is on the line for, for this job. If someone gets hurt or something, or something goes sideways. So, not having not having the, the understanding with the trade that you know it's it's the builder's show it can erode the, the relationship between i think that more it's the more importance of the client's experience not so much the yeah builder's that's show right because and that and as a, that, that's what i'm saying that 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 erosion of 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 the relationships or an erosion of trust diminishes the client experience yeah. Makes you, makes you, you know, oh, he couldn't, you know, you have, you end up at the end going, oh, yeah, we're, we're, the bathroom turned out right, oh, but he didn't work with my mate that well and that sort of stuff, mm. and blah, 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 blah. like that, that's what people remember. That's what that people tell you at the dinner party. That, that, that like you have people over and they show you show me your kitchen and that sort of stuff, and they go, oh, this looks really good. Yeah, how how how, you know, how is the building? He goes, oh, it was this and that. And he goes, everybody loves to talk about the negative. Yeah, you know, it's human human nature to talk about the negative because it's what we want to fear and stay away from. So, um, that's why. That's why I, st I try to steer well clear of it. Um, like I have done it in the past where it's worked perfectly, no problem at all. Um, but that's why I try and steer, steer well clear of it, especially when people talk about 
um, saving very little for yeah. the risk that they run for. If they're going to save 5%. <laughs> Speaking of which, the, like, I, had, I had a sliding door owner, you know, price of sliding door for the owner. Um, got the door. He said, he ended up going, oh, I'm just going to order it myself. Thought he'd save a few dollars. Ordered the door. And with the markup and builder's margin I had on top of that, I could have got it for $400 cheaper than what he'd bought it for. <laughs> like... Like sometimes yeah. you just don't that's, save any extra money. Yeah, that that as well is that we get it cheaper than you can. Like even if they say, "Oh, we'll give you a discount," They're like yeah, it's probably not as good as my discount. Yeah, because you our as, discount because yeah, we buy from them all the time. time. You know, and a lot of builders are spending quite a lot of money with a lot of suppliers yeah. around town. That's right. Yeah. So I did. I didn't. I didn't have the heart to tell him to mention it to him, but I thought like ugh, I just looked at it when he sent me the cost for it, and it was just like, why'd you do that? Yeah. Like, you know, and then here, perfect example actually. What had happened? Went to go fit the door. Wrong size. No door fit. The door fit. We put the door in. Went to go shut the screen lock, and we're like, "Why is it not?" Because it was a three stack door, so you know it had to grab two of the two other stackers on yep. the screen door. Anyway, slid the door across, and the two other screens stayed there, and the first one kept sliding. <laughs> and we're like, "What's going on?" Like, there's basically like a. If you could imagine me, I know most of this is audio, but there's like a finger locking joint. One was missing. So when you slide the first screen door open, the other two stayed behind. Well, one was a fix, but the other one stayed behind and the other one shut. So you had a nice little gap in the, in the middle. So, you know, that's a, that's a perfect example. And then, so I said, I rung him and said, look, hey, um, there's a few things missing. Something's not right. Uh, it's not working properly. I said, ring the guys you'd actually bought the door off and get them out to fix it. And they, they come out and fix it, no worries at all, and got it all sorted. But, oh, mate, they come out and fix it. it was quite frustrating because it's like nothing should leave the factory unless it's working and they actually check them for operations. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just little things like that. And he also had a couple of end caps that were going on the door that were missing. So I had to go get them in my time and then put them on top of the bill because, well, like, it's not my fault. In a nice mm. way, it's not my fault because it's missing. Like, you know, and now I've got to drive... 20 minutes each way to go get that part that was $50 mm. and then go put it on. So, you know, that's, I think that's the importance of making sure why you should, you know, I'm, I'm totally okay with you guys supplying the gear as long as you're aware of what can potentially happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you, and you, and it's, and it's made clear and, and, and you agree to it, you know, any, any, any delays is going to cost X amount and from, you know, we're going to inform you pretty quickly. Like, okay, we're we're missing this from this time, on this date until it's back until it's until we can start work again. Then, here's this is how much it's costing you. Yeah, and, and it's usually substantial, especially if it's a bathroom rent or something like that. Because as you said before, if 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 you delay, you know, you don't get the mixes in time or something like that. Then, and we've got to put the plumber back, or the plumber might take, you know, another job in that time, and he comes back three days later instead of the following day because he's had to take another job on. And same with the Tyler. The Tyler might take another job. Takes two weeks. Yeah. So you've lost another. You've lost more than three. You've lost more than three days. You've lost two and a half weeks. Yeah. And here you are wondering why your bathroom reno has taken twelve weeks. <laughs> yeah. And they do it in a week on the block. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. That's a topic for another. That's a conversation for another time. We're working start on that. I think uh, this was a good, awesome conversation to have um, for this sort of topic because I get it quite often. I'm sure a lot of builders get this asked quite often. Can we do some of this? So. Um, do you have anything more to say, Andrew? Uh, no, it's not. It's not. Um, 
as I said before, it's not the it's not the end of the world, and I have done it where it's worked successfully in the past. So no problem at all. Um, but it all depends. It all depends on everybody's organisation and communication, and the bit where it boils down to it. So communication is key. Communication is key to everything in life. We will see you all next week. All right, guys. See ya. That's it for this week's episode of What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients, brought to you by Refined Space Constructions. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.